Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Well, as a particular welcome um, to, to you all and a special welcome to uh, our young people. And we hope in this service will, in a way, uh, show how clearly we value you as a part uh, of our church family. And the passage that we've just read and our theme for this Sunday has been passing on the baton, passing on the good news of Jesus Christ to another generation. Now take a moment to imagine Emmanuel Church in 50 years' time. How can we make sure that we pass on the baton? How can we make sure that in 50 years' time, the fire of the gospel of Jesus Christ is burning bright. And in the passage that we just read, we saw the early church's strategy to pass on the baton. We read it in verse 2. The things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses in trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. The early church strategy for passing on the baton was a big part of it was training leaders. Leaders who are faithful, leaders who have a deep understanding of the good news of Jesus Christ, the news that Jesus is hope and who are able to teach it. Now, I wonder if any of you are particularly good at chess I often find it hard to think several moves ahead. I wonder if you spotted how many moves the Apostle Paul was thinking ahead. He was thinking from him to Timothy to the faithful people to others. He was thinking three steps ahead. And he wanted Timothy to be thinking at least two steps ahead. Do we have that long-range vision? Training leaders is something I'm particularly um, passionate about. They are helpful for me, uh, working alongside youth leaders, to consider uh, my team as not only those as resources, great, you're here, come and join a rotor, uh, but instead as people uh, to be supported and developed as we walk alongside that together in growing in leadership. Now, for our young people, I hope during our Christian lives, we will at some point uh, consider that question of, of Christian leadership. It won't be for everyone, but if we're serious about following Christ, then we should seriously and prayerfully consider it. And it's amazing today how we have so many opportunities uh, to do that. A short-term mission is a really helpful thing. I know some of you in the youth have been thinking about uh, gap years, uh, going away for 
a couple of weeks or months, join a missionary and see what it's like and expand our horizons. Now, this summer, I was with a group of teenagers. Who just, they'd just finished school. And we worked through this book, 2 Timothy, written to train leaders growing as a Christian. And think how many resources there are available uh, to us today. So many courses are out there if we are keen to be trained. I think of a course in Sussex, where I've just moved up here from. And there's a course that you can do. And there's one of our teenagers who's doing it. And my parents are doing it too. Both learning together how to make disciples. I uh, listened to someone who had been involved in this training leaders for many years. And he said there's one thing he wished he'd done over the decades. He wished he had set the right expectations. Many start with enthusiasm about passing on the baton, but quickly get discouraged and give up. These verses that we've read help us to get our expectations right. George, you've very kindly agreed to help me. Uh, where have you gone? Great, come and join us here. George, uh, do come and join me on the stage here. Now, I wonder if you noticed, there are three pictures that we had of uh, what it is like to do this work. Did anyone spot what they are? There was, yeah, there was a soldier. There was a farmer. And there was an athlete. That's right. So, George, you can be, uh, what have we got here? We've got an athlete. So, if you just put that uh, on. Now, uh, I wonder what we should have for, for a farmer. I think to be a proper farmer, uh, you wouldn't be a farmer without a pitchfork. And uh, neither would you be a proper farmer without uh, your farmer's wellies. There we go. And also, given that you are a soldier, George, uh, here is your sword. Okay, so we, here we have George. Uh, who very kindly modelling uh, to us what it means uh, to be involved in passing on the baton. <laughs> and uh, take a moment to turn to the person next to you, what do those three pictures have in common? And how does that make us feel? What do those three pictures have in common? And how does that make us feel? Take a moment, turn to the person next to you. Great, let's uh, come together. So soldier, athlete, farmer, big thing that they have in common is that they are people who work hard. Uh, it is tough. And if we are serious about passing on the baton, we will quickly find that it is a tough work. It takes time and it takes effort. It takes, people, takes time and effort to reach people. Uh, for Christ. It takes time and effort to train people up to pass on the baton. I remember being at a church and we quickly realized that it took more like three years rather than three weeks uh, to train leaders. Sometimes, like the soldier, it involves suffering. And maybe a number of us have experienced that. Uh, the suffering of being rejected or the suffering of discouragement. It is tough. 
And the thing that strikes me as we read this is this begins to answer that all-important question of who should be leading. Because I I find this particularly the case uh, in youth ministry. When people imagine what a youth minister looks like, they tend to think maybe wearing a hoodie, south of 30, knows the entire Netflix catalogue, when actually it is very different. As we read here, it is about endurance, about being faithful. And it was helpful to see as we, as Tris read that poem, how God using surprising people and people perhaps we feel uh, not equipped. I know a number of us here have been looking at the story of Gideon and God using him. It is very different from what we think it's about. So it's tough. But also, all of those people are looking forward in some way. The soldier is looking forward to please their commanding officer. The athlete is looking forward to the crown and the prize and the glory. The farmer is looking forward to the great harvest. Same with passing on the baton. As the follower of Jesus, we are looking forward to the glory of the risen Jesus and to others sharing in that glory. Sometimes say uh, it's a bit like uh, the Nike swish. Okay, suffer now, glory later. Uh, that's something, that, a, a drum that I'll, I will be banging uh, many times. Suffer now, glory later. So next time you see someone maybe wearing a pair of Nike trainers or a t-shirt with the swish on. Just remember the the pattern of Jesus of suffer now, glory later, the die and rise saviour. Let me tell you about someone who understood this. Uh, She was called Susie, and Susie was a volunteer at a youth group for about nine years, and she discipled, uh, amongst others, a young man called Stephen. And now you will find that Stephen each summer, taking a chunk of his annual leave to disciple Susie's son, uh, who's called Joss, passing on the baton. A real inspiration for me. The things that you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, in trust to reliable people who will be qualified to teach others. Let's take a moment again, turn to the person next to you. How should these verses make us want to pray? How should these verses make us want to pray? Let's take a moment now. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Lord God, we thank you for the message of Jesus Christ. Lord God, thank you for those in our lives who have given the message to us. Lord, how grateful we are for their labours for us. Lord, make us faithful to pass on the baton, we pray. Give us great strength by your Holy Spirit. Amen. If I could invite the band to come up. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. 
You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week. Thank you.